Welcome to the first episode of Agenda Breakdown, a podcast that explores how cities make decisions and how you can have a say. In each episode, we'll interview an expert about one policy issue that's making its way through local government, then you'll find out exactly how to make your voice heard. I'm Kim Bishop, and today we're going to talk about what happens when the mayor resigns. August 27th, San Luis Obispo Mayor Heidi Harmon made a surprising announcement. She would step down the following month, even though there was more than a year left in her term. Harmon had served as mayor since 2016. She left that role on September 21st to take a climate advocacy job with a nonprofit in Santa Cruz. Today, we're going to talk with Teresa Purrington, the city clerk in San Luis Obispo, about what happens next. How will San Luis Obispo fill the city council vacancy left by Mayor Harmon's early departure? Welcome, Teresa. Thanks for talking with me today. Thank you for having me. So as city clerk, you work inside City Hall, and part of your job is going to city council meetings. What do you do with those meetings? So my job in the city council meeting is to take the minutes and generally ensure that the meeting runs smoothly. Were you at the meeting on September 7th, a little over a week after Mayor Harmon made her announcement? Yes, I was. And what happened during that meeting? So the council had the opportunity to vote to make an appointment to fill the vacancy or to hold a special election to fill the vacancy. And what factors were they considering when they made that decision? Time, cost, the complexity, and for not only us, but also for any candidate running. My assumption then is that it takes more time and it costs more and it's more complex to go through an election process than an appointment process. Is that correct? Yeah, an election process has to take anywhere from 90 to 150 days. Okay, and so what did they ultimately decide? They decided to go the route of making an appointment, but if they can't make an appointment for whatever reason, um, within 30 days of the vacancy, then they will have to do a special election. So the immediate goal is to appoint someone to replace the mayor vacancy. Will they also make an appointment to replace the uh, missing council member if that mayor vacancy is filled by an existing council member? Uh, yes, a, an existing council member can apply for the mayor's vacancy. And in the event that they do, that would create a vacancy in their council member seat. So we would have to fill two seats in a sense in that instance. Is there any indication that that's what's likely to happen? There's been talk, but you know whether or not they actually do, it's we ne- we don't know until the deadline. Okay, so community members had until September 24th to apply for the open position. That's only two and a half weeks. Who was allowed to apply? What are the requirements? So to apply for the vacancy, you must be a resident of the city of San Luis Obispo 30 days prior to the appointment. You must be a registered voter in the city of San Luis Obispo. Um, You have to complete an application, submit a resume, and a 500 word or less statement covering why you wanted to be on council, the amount of time you have available for council, what involvement you've had in the community or organizations in the last 23 month period, and any prior experience you have working in government, working with the government or doing business with government. So how many people went through that process? So as of right now, we've received 13 applications. However, we've not had the opportunity yet to 
verify those. That, that will happen on September 27th. So it's the city clerk's uh, responsibility to make sure that, for instance, um, they are registered voters and they've lived in San Luis Obispo for 30 days, that sort of thing? Yeah, and as far as the whether they've been a resident for 30 days, that's a little harder to, we don't, we don't actually verify that, we take their word, but the registered voter, we do make sure that they are registered with the county registrar of voters. So usually when the city council is planning to vote on an issue, that meeting's agenda will include a staff report with a staff recommendation. Is that the case this time? Is the staff going to weigh in? Not on the applicants. We will provide a recommendation with regard to the process so that we can run a smooth meeting. But as far as the applicants are concerned, no, it's just a list of who applied and here's the information they submitted. And will that information be published um, prior to the October 5th meeting? Yes, it's actually going to be published on September 28th, along with the council agenda for that meeting, the staff report, which we call a council agenda report, just in case it's confusing. Um, and then, of course, all of the applications and all backup information that was submitted by each applicant. And what will happen on October 5th? What will that meeting look like? So right now, the suggested process is that all applicants will be provided five minutes to make a presentation to council. We will then consider filling the vacant council member position. So they will first decide if they're going to fill the mayor slot internally. And if that is the case, then they will look to this pool of applicants and decide how to fill that spot. Will both of those individuals be sworn in on the spot or will that happen at a later meeting? No, because this is a unique situation, we will swear them in at the meeting. And one point of clarification is that the application process does have the applicants indicate whether they are interested in the mayor position or the council member or both. Thank you. That's, uh, that's important to know. And now for the most important part of our show, where we tell our listeners how to make their voice heard, the action item. Teresa, what's one specific step listeners can take if they want to weigh in on our next mayor and council member? So they can provide public comment. And we offer many ways for the public to provide public comment on this item on, and on any item on any council agenda. The best way to do that is to either send an email, a letter, uh, a voicemail to city council. And all of the information on how to do that is listed on the cover of every agenda. Thanks so much, Teresa. I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Okay, so here's your action item. September 28th is when these applications will be made public. Go ahead and read through them and share your thoughts with City Council through email, voicemail, or public comment. You can find a link to the City Council agenda on the City's website. We'll also post it on our Instagram at Agenda Breakdown. This episode was produced by Francisco Martinez with original music by Wes Bischoff. Huge thanks to Patty Pyburn and Marisa Waddell for editing help and general awesomeness. That's all for now. Have a great week.